0: Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Empower Good Podcast. Today, I got Ashley Ketchadorian. We talk about how to live sustainably, how to find your calling, and how not to let social media get the best of you. And finally, at the end, she hijacks the show and asks me some questions. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you. It's super, super awesome. I, f- I finally get to not just interview you and hang out, but in person. Yeah. Which is really cool. So it's a, it's a huge honor. I know that for uh, many months we've been trying to meet up and whatnot, and it just it's a, it's it's really a humbling experience because you're a really really cool person, both beautiful <laughs> inside and out, and the way you try to impact the world and inspire other people. It's awesome. So thank you for being on the Empower Good podcast.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Um,
0: that was my first thing. I just want to say thank you. <laughs> um, because uh, we we met through watching Gary Vee and all that kind of stuff, and there's a whole a whole thing about that. But I'm just really excited about how we were able to meet and then how I actually looked up to you in many ways when it comes to interaction with people on the Internet, really sh- caring for your audience and stuff like that was really cool. So I'm, again, thankful and, and inspired by you. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is the picture that uh, is on your Instagram mm-hmm. and it is a picture of you literally almost like a, like a face plant or like a dive into a pile of denim jackets. Yeah. And I just want to start off with that because it, it'll it be a good segue into who you are and what you're up to. And so why don't you just tell us who you are, your handle and then just tell us about that denim jacket pile.
1: Yeah, for sure. Okay. So yeah, my name is Ashley catchadorian and the handle's at Ashcatch. Basically, who I am is a content creator, video producer, and I'm sort of evolving at the moment and planning this event called Cheap Seat Society. And so what you're seeing in that photo where I'm diving into the denim is one of my production days for Cheap Seat Society. I was getting inventory and just so happy to have found like a place where I can... Because I had this dream and sort of this price point of of what I wanted for for this brand, and that day, just sort of like all of everything that I had been dreaming about for this for so long had sort of come to fruition or started coming to fruition. So I was just really excited. And my sister just kind of randomly caught that moment of me just being really excited. Did
0: you jump or did you just fall in? Or? I
1: just was kind of sitting there, and and it was a, it was a mixture of exhaustion and happiness of just kind of like falling into it.
0: I think that's yeah. really cool. And it also shows your love for denim. Now, it's kind of an interesting <laughs> yeah. thing. Um, just literally other part of the room, you have a jacket. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell us about that jacket and then why you want to start a company that has, what? like, what does denim have to do with you and your passions in life?
1: So, really, the I knew I wanted to do secondhand, or I knew I wanted to do, like, a sustainable clothing line for a few years. Um, ever since I learned about this company called Patagonia, which I feel like I've mentioned them in any sort of interview I've done. They should pay you. Uh, They really should. (laughs) Um, Well, no, they don't need to, but I'm just happy to support something so amazing because what they did was open up my eyes and really gave me a passion for sustainable manufacturing. For me, when I first found out about Patagonia, I really loved that they were doing things with integrity and not compromising their belief system because a lot of times businesses, I believe, feel like they have to choose between profit and sustainability. And they really gave me a business model where they could, where both were possible. I was really inspired by this like sustainable manufacturing. And then I was thinking, well, what's one better than manufacturing sustainably? Like what if we just eliminated the manufacturing completely? So that's when I thought of the idea to use secondhand goods and repurpose them into something new and something really cool that people still love. So, yeah, what I'm doing is I'm getting secondhand denim jackets and I am repurposing them and working with like an apparel graphic designer to do really cool embroidery on the back and just sort of give it my grungy flair. We'll we'll have like patches and pins and things like that
0: let's take that as an illustration and then tie this into our audience. You found your cause of, you know, making an impact in the world because it benefits people and the environment. Right. How can somebody find their
1: cause? That's a good question because for me, it's always felt like happenstance. Like mm. I just kind of happened upon things. And then I said that I love that. So I guess some advice would be maybe to just try as much as possible. And if there's things that, are kind of drawing your attention, look into that more, try to figure out why you are attracted to that. And I am so just, I love the idea that you can just try whatever you want and there's so many opportunities for us nowadays. So if you're curious about something, try it out as much as you can. And like, a lot of people are stifled because they're like, the market's saturated or there's just like, they don't know where to start. Is maybe their fear and I guess for for five minutes just imagine that those fears are gone and and imagine that those things that you keep telling yourself aren't true and that whatever you dream is possible and and take that step I think because oh yeah for me in my life I've always not done something out of fear or that maybe I can't make the difference that I want to make but I think that each person uniquely has a gift and, and has something that they're gonna a way they're gonna impact and it's gonna be different than anyone else even if it is in the same market or whatever and that's what's not kept me from starting an apparel business even though everyone and their mom it feels like is doing it
0: many people feel like they need to have it all together mm-hmm. before they start and if it's not a perfect brand all from the beginning talk to me about change because Empower Good yeah, okay. has changed a lot the interests. My, I'm, a, I'm a developing person mm-hmm. I'm growing you're growing and, and talk to us about that it's okay to embrace the process. It doesn't have to be perfect right off the back.
1: I think, yeah, just the perfect example is even what I've done from the beginning. Just don't be afraid of it. Like things are going to change and you're going to evolve. And along the way, you're going to find things that you're interested in that you weren't interested in before. And, and that requires you to kind of just keep taking the first step. If you are so afraid to start and that you have to have it all together before you do, then that's going to inhibit so many ways that you can learn, so many challenges that you can overcome, so many people that you can meet. Like, it's, for me, it's just keep taking steps as much as possible, and, and you might feel, I feel afraid. Like, I'm stepping into an apparel business where there's, I didn't go to fashion design school. And, and yeah, like, in my head, I just, I have this dream of making this impact in this way and I just started taking steps and it's really cool like for me and I feel like for a lot of people as you take steps the next right door opens right when you need it and maybe the door won't open and you'll feel kind of lost and trapped and like what am I doing here but I think embracing the journey and just believing that it's all contributing to your outcome and and like being in the process and being happy in it is more important than whatever you end up going.
0: Yeah. And I think that's so true. And I think the fact that we're afraid of the process hinders us so much, but you really don't learn anything by doing nothing. Yeah. And uh, I think that's something that I've really embraced. And it just, it just makes me happy thinking about it, even though it's like very fearful, you know, cause you're stepping into things that you've never done before. Let's talk about, uh, engagement on the internet, and like when it comes to social media and stuff like that, not everyone listening is gonna be a personality on the internet, like yourself or myself, and have a show or anything like that. But even for just let's apply it to anybody, because I really felt at the beginning when I was starting my show that looking to you and some other people, but primarily you, because uh, just how you were direct messaging people back, you responded to every single comment. Let's translate that from social media. And include just in general caring about people and why that's important.
1: The way that you posture yourself is important toward on the internet because for me, when when an, any time somebody messages me, I just feel like excited and grateful. I'm like, wow, you know, either something I did impacted them, or just to think that people are interested to kind of hear from me or whatever, it just kind of always blows me away. And so, and the belief kind of that, like, I'm not better than anyone, I think is huge. And I don't, I, th- I know a lot of people probably are sitting in that camp too. They don't think they're better than anyone, but yeah. So like anytime someone messages me, I'm like, I don't know their life story. They don't know mine. Like i just feel equal. And so that's why I respond to everything because I feel grateful that they're even there taking the time to engage in something that I've created. And so yeah, my, my response rate to my understanding is 100%. Like, I've never not responded to a comment. I've never not responded to a DM. Like, it's all responded to. So, message me. <laughs> <laughs> so message. Hit me up. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. But, like, that... And that's been hugely impactful for me because I've met so many of my closest friends now on the internet. And, like, all of my community that I keep in c- touch with daily is, is from either Instagram or Twitter. And... I just can't. It's just been so valuable to me to respond to anybody that that reaches out.
0: I think that's so important. I felt that definitely just to be able to to know that somebody who is quote above you or more experienced than you actually cares and thinks and whatnot. That kind of like that transcending and reaching down and bridging the gap idea. It does mean a lot for the followers and for the people that you're interacting with. Let's translate that into real life because I know that when you interact with people like. I know I have to be intentional to give people 110%. That's really hard for me. What's been your experience with doing that kind of philosophy, but in real life?
1: Well, the real life part is the part that's most exciting because it just feels like all these people that you know from the internet, you finally are meeting. And I can't tell you any other time that I've been more present than when I've met people that I've known from the internet. Like I feel just so engaged and so fully. Like I wouldn't rather be anywhere else. Because there's a there's a funny thing that that the internet does. It kind of curates people, and you the right people are attracted to each other, and you kind of find and see the way that people create, and you support them, and it feels sort of like you're building this family. And so yeah, when I get to see these people in real life there's literally no place I'd rather be than like meeting you and meeting other people from, yeah. High five. High five. And, um, and yeah, I'm going to New York in a, in a, just over a week and I get to see some of my now best friends that I met just like six or seven months ago online. Um, and, and yeah, I think, I think like not everyone has time to meet up with everybody and as we continue to grow and get more successful, it will be harder to sort of sit down with people and take this much time. But in so much as you have the time, take full advantage of it by collaborating, meeting people, going to conferences or going to events where you can just build this community and like be intentional about making people feel valued.
0: Um, I want to talk to you real quick about social media and how you and I were talking about this before the interview. Recently, I was, I've was i been trying to pare down and be more intentional about scheduling my my social media commenting and posting because it was starting to get to me. It was starting to control my life a little bit too much. You recently also have been doing some of that. And I know a lot of our listeners, people, even though I don't like to admit it, social media and digital media, YouTube, et cetera, can really just drain a lot of time and, and energy and take away your passion in life. Talk to us tell me tell me your story about how that went recently and what you've done to kind of combat that and the blessings with that.
1: Yeah, so I've been doing YouTube and social media pretty full-time for over like a year and a half now and I haven't really taken any breaks since I started you know I haven't really and because it hasn't really affected me I felt very excited by the whole thing the whole time you know I loved it and I felt very inspired but there comes a time when if if it's starting to kind of weigh on you negatively you should take some time to reflect on why you're starting to feel that way and I think for me being online I would just instead of addressing the issues and the problems that might have been occurring in my heart and in my mind I just sort of blocked it out with consuming more content or like watching more YouTube videos or whatever and the other day my I just was feeling really down and you know it's doing this event and everything can be lonely and it can be challenging to try to get the word out and feel almost like you don't have the support that you think you need so I was just feeling really down and my phone died and I just I had this like sense of relief I was like, my phone is off, there's nothing gonna come at me or pop up at me, like, I'm just with myself now, and for, like, a day and a half, I had my phone off, and it just gave me this feeling that I had been kind of hiding for a while by being, continuing to kind of feed myself with this content, or even, like, meme content, which I love, I think it's so funny, but, like, just going straight to that when I want to feel better, instead of, you know, addressing what the issue is, what's really going on. So,
0: Yeah, I've resonated a lot with that, too, because it doesn't matter what it is. Some people, it's drugs. Some people, it's, uh, you know, eating or shopping or some people, it's digital media. For me, when I'm like down or discouraged, when I know that I need to address my problems, Mm -hmm. I realized that I wasn't even really addicted to what I was doing, like buying clothes at REI (laughs) or or like watching a bunch of like YouTube Red or something like that. I realized that I was really addicted to not facing my problems and many times we ignore cause it's hard work, you know, it's hard work to do that. And so it's good to, to like, we were talking about it and I was like, Whoa, no way. Me too. And to be able to be intentional, it's, it's so important to not let it control you because it's an amazing means to the end right? Um, in what we do. And with us, we're talking about empowering good and using our talents for others. Mm-hmm. It's such a great tool. And, uh, before we close, I want to ask one more question and that is, my, my, my old boss, he would always say when when he would hear a story about how what he did with his company uh, helped impact somebody, he's like, that's my paycheck. That's my paycheck. And so I want to ask you just kind of look back at what you've done over the last year and a half, which I would assume it was way longer because you're doing really well. Um, what is kind of like maybe a story an experience or something that you take away that you might even dig out, dig down for when you're going through a hard time and say like, that's my paycheck. Like that person I inspired or something that you've been involved in that is totally
1: makes it worth it for you. I think we kind of touched on it a second ago. Um, but the people that I've met along the way, I feel like whenever I'm, whenever I'm surrounded with this community, I'm like, this is what it was all about for me. This is what it's all about. Like, I could be off social media now for the rest of my life and feel like I did what, almost like what I came here to do, which was, yeah, it's just always been about people and community and bringing people together for me. And nothing has shown me that more than just being online and and meeting all these really cool people. And that's definitely one of my strengths. It's, like, hard. You don't go to school for, like, community building. But, like... I definitely know that that's my, my number one strength is meeting people and just fostering good relationships, fostering like a good community of, of people that encourage one another. And so that's, that's my paycheck. And that, and it makes it hard as somebody who's trying to be an entrepreneur because it's like, oh, you, you can't like, especially with the event, it's like I want to make everything free so that people can just be there and they can just have the cool jackets and like, but then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm doing business here. Like I need to charge and I need to make money at the end of the day. But it's so hard for me, like, because all I care about is community and bringing people together. So I want people to be able to enjoy everything as much as possible at all times, but the internet and what's happened Nothing makes me happier than to imagine the people that I've met.
0: You know, it's really cool. I was just thinking about this as you said it, and that is that there's so many people that I've met and that I've met other people who have met each other, and they're like, oh, yeah, I met through Ashcatch." It's so cool really? to hear. Like, your name is like a buzzword around. Like That's super cool. Yeah, and it's so true. Like, oh, yeah, we met on, Twitter. like, Adrian and, and uh, Gabe and all these people that I've, I've met and they've been on the show. It's all be, you know, all because of your community. And I think that's – you even had the little Twitter fam mm-hmm. uh, thing on Twitter. Um, but in closing, let's, let's just talk real quick about your event, uh, one last time and where is it? What is it going to be? Obviously we know what it's going to be about, but, uh, how can people help out? How can people learn? Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, so the event is called cheap seat society and it is August 25th in Los Angeles at 6 PM. So it's like a little evening. There will be a fashion show for the Ash catch the labeled jackets, the denim jackets. And after the fashion show, there's going to be a screening of the pilot episode of the original web series called Cheap Seat Society. So, the pilot episode, it's a 6 episode mini web series, so like a TV show, like a little one that I'm working with a really cool, really talented production company and then I have a music supervisor who's actually my best friend helping me work and figure out music and contracts and everything. So the web series is going to be so cool. And it's another thing that's got my hands full. I'm writing and directing the series and we're like casting people for it and everything. So it's like a production. So the the pilot of that will be premiering at the event. And then afterwards, um, the second half of the evening, we have live music by a tribute band called matchbox 22. And I'm really excited to have them play. So while they're playing, the marketplace will open up and that's where you can try on the jackets and buy them. And then we have like a dozen other vendors that will be there as well. And so that'll be kind of the time where people can mingle and, and shop and everything like that.
0: I think that's exciting. I so yeah. wish I could come. I, I know. I wish you them. could come. To I think I, Yeah, I checked my calendar. And I was like, nah, <laughs>
1: I know there's a, a couple different people that are like, I have a wedding that day or like something like just they can't miss. So it's, I understand. Oh,
0: yeah. Thank you for understanding, yeah. but I'll definitely support it. We'll do a shout out for sure. So thank you. everyone, if you can go, um, but thank you so much, Ashley. It's been awesome. Yeah. You've inspired me and I, I hope and pray that this episode will also, I know it will actually, there's not even any question about it. Um, will inspire people to, to, if if it be if it is become a digital creator, I think everyone should dabble in that for sure. But if anything, find your cause and then really use it to impact people and not stop learning, not stop, you know, you know, learning and, and, and proceeding and not being afraid of the, the unknown when it comes to that. Hmm. And uh, even though there's fears involved to to keep on going anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think that's powerful. Thank you so much for, for joining.
1: Yeah. Would I be able to ask you a question? Yes. Just in oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you've asked so many. I'm just curious because since we were talking before the show, um, it seems like you your your journey through Empower Good has been really interesting, like and you've evolved Man, a lot.
0: Sorry, I'm just gonna interrupt because the way that I found you was that you were on somebody's vlog and you totally hijacked it and you said, "Hey, stop watching this right now, Pomsey," and then you're like, "Hey, go follow my stuff right now." And then I did that and that's how I came across it. So right now you can ask me a question. <laughs> you're jumping on the podcast. Wait, that's so
1: crazy. You no, that's really Pompsy vlog.
0: Yeah, with with you going there, it was like Halloween, I think. Yeah. And I watched that vlog and you literally were like hey everybody my name is ash catch stop the, watching this video and go follow my stuff <laughs> and that's how i met you
1: yeah yeah and
0: i actually scrolled to the top of the dm today and uh, that's literally what i said hey i watch you on pompsie's vlog and you're like oh that's so awesome and then that's how we connected yeah in november last year
1: yeah november that's when I, that's when i went. sorry go time. ahead your question yeah yeah so i'm just wondering like with since you kind of started your journey with empower good and I remember seeing it in the beginning and watching it evolve, even the logo has evolved and sort of the branding around the whole thing. And, and you're such a talented interviewer, by the way. And you're, like you. you're just a very eloquent speaker. Like wh- where do you see yourself going like with the podcast or even just like with your career in general, like with your strengths and with your message? Like where, what do you kind of hope the outcome of it? Or like what, what's your journey or your end goal?
0: one of the things that came to mind when I was thinking about doing the podcast in the beginning, I asked myself like, what makes me the happiest? And, and that's such a cliche question. Cause we always talk about it, but I, I, I dug back to when I worked with young people, when I did public speaking and inspiring and a lot of, you know, motivation. And I thought to myself, my favorite time ever was when people, I was able to share something that I learned and then people were, empowered to go do the same you know to kind of transfer to bridge the gap and to help people and stuff and so that's why i started the podcast and i think there's so many things that i'm passionate about that i believe would be impact other people um i one thing that the word that always comes to mind is the word influence now we always have like influencers and like all this stuff online and stuff but just the word influence in general no matter if you try or not everyone has an influence and one of the things that I believe I've been gifted with is more than just the average influence, like the ability, like social influence people. Uh, and this sounds very weird, but it's like people listen to what I say. People follow what I do in many cases, even outside of the internet, and I thought to myself, I can't just be a regular foot shoulder. You know, I could go to a different country and work with an orphanage and, or I could do that, but I really feel called to be more on the motivation and, and empowering side of things. So whatever cause it is that I might work with, I really feel called to, to double down on my influence and say, you know what, I'm going to. I can help with those things, but what I really want to do is I want to get other people to do those things, Mm -hmm. and I'll be doing them through them indirectly, and even though I'll be involved with them directly uh, as well, but really just using my ability to mobilize people uh, for good, and that's what Empower Good's all about, and so my talents communication, so I want to help other people start communicating and taking their talents public, so that's kind of to answer that question.
1: That's really cool and it's it's really neat to see your journey so far because the silver lining of it all is just how well you communicate and I just, I want to see you continue doing that. And, and the fact that you feel led to influence is so just fitting for you.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I being in leadership for a long time in, in a nonprofit work and stuff, uh, a, a, a younger leader, and because I taught people sales and stuff, a younger leader one time asked me like, Hey, what do you have advice for me? I'm going to be the program head. I'm going to be the person in charge, the manager of the sales program. And I said, don't do, don't ever do anything that someone else can do. And that's not always the case because a leader should be a servant leader and help people out, take out the trash and stuff. But the thing is, everyone can take out the trash. Not everyone can lead the program. And so that's what I told them as an advice. And I feel really called to that. It's important to embrace and become real uh, to realize your strengths and then run with those. And so if, in my case, I I believe I've been gifted with the ability to mobilize and to em- empower other people, I can do all kinds of different things. But I, it would be almost like not a sin, but it would be wrong for me to not use my talents. And the same for you. Like if someone's a good singer, you're a good communicator as well. You're good at video. It would be wrong for you to not do that. And that kind of brings full circle to one of the quotations that started in good, which is, uh, we are indebted to both God and man. No, excuse me. Our first duty to God and man is self-development. We're indebted because we're, if we have something, we should be using it. And that's really what empower Good's all about.
1: That's so cool. Yeah. Great. Thanks for sharing. Of course.
0: Thank you for hijacking. The, no, just kidding. Yeah. Not even a hijack. Thanks for adding adding extra value there. Yeah. People always hear me interviewing, so I'm sure they'll be blessed as well to hear my side of the story.
1: Definitely. And I, just in closing, I feel like I want to really say, if anybody is on social media and they feel like, because we kind of talked on this, but if you your mental health is so important, take time for yourself. Take time to be offline if you if you find that it's hindering you in, in your journey of of doing good and of developing yourself in the best way possible. Um the world won't stop if you stop to take some time for yourself. So do what you love and and um and just yeah, really really look after your heart
0: yep that's that we'll end it on one of the hashtags that i use is selfless improvement instead of self-improvement it's selfless improvement take care of yourself so you can be empowered to help other people more uh finally what's your uh what's your hashtag (laughs) what's finally what is your uh handle again so people can get a hold of you
1: so yeah uh at Ashcatch, a-s-h-k-a-t-c-h is my handle and then cheap seat society you can also go online to the website or on the instagram and find out more there
0: Hey everyone thank you so much for listening your attention the fact that you give your time and attention to this podcast means so much i pray and i hope that you're inspired to go out there and do something awesome if you are inspired please do take a screenshot of this episode what you're listening to right now share it on social tag a friend and let me know that you have been blessed i would really really appreciate that Also, stay tuned for this week's audio vlog coming up this Wednesday as well as a full-length interview that's going to inspire the Living Daylights out of you coming next Sunday. It's going to be awesome. Also, by the way, I'm going to be updating the website. Stay tuned. It's going to be awesome. And until then, remember to empower good.